This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hello, Kitty. This is your Julie, the Crypt Keeper, and you're listening to Slasher <laughs> Welcome to Slasher Radio. It was Mikey Bones, Kat Valor, and Rob Humphrey. What's going on? Oi. What? 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 What <laughs> the fuck are you doing over there? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm trying to bring a little livelihood, a little energy to the show i feel like our listeners deserve it after last week's debacle last week's oh episode my was terrible apparently yeah. so yeah. we're coming in with a weird energy to fix this week what was <laughs> god damn it yeah and i heard you two talking shit especially you rob on on <laughs> the nick i for woke cage cast what the hell was that, man? That you were gonna be mad. <laughs> yeah. The cat didn't really do nothing, but you chuckled along. Cat, damn it! What was that, Rob? It was just me saying. I don't even remember what I said. <laughs> you said that the show was the last week's show was gonna suck. Yeah, you we apologized the show, for it, and then you apologized. Oh. <laughs> but, well, look, and, and honestly, at the top of this show, we should take a minute and apologize to the listeners for last week. Um, but we should be good tonight. We're back in our normal record time. What the hell, man? You, you can't go around telling people the show sucks. You can't do that. It's very counterproductive. God damn. The cat tells people to come listen to us, and Rob's like, oh, yeah, it sucked. But, oh, yeah, I'm sure it really drove everybody in, Rob. Good job. Yeah. No, I've been doing that all week. People are like, oh, I should check your show out. And I'm like, well, don't listen to the new one. You son of a bitch. I can mess that show. That means that you believe that our um, dissection of the mean one is going to be a better episode to listen to than any of the nuanced conversations we had about filmmaking and storytelling last week for the apology. Well, we'll get to the mean one when we get to the mean one. <laughs> we sure will. Uh, this is week one of, I guess, our yearly Christmas. Well, no, I'm sorry. This is week two of our year. Oh, my back. God, I'm old. Come on, oh. Bones. can we get through this shit? Dude, I, yeah, this, guys, is I, this is what I pulled my back. Day. I pulled my back out going to get a drink, bro. What's going on here? <laughs> I'm fucking suffering right now. We're um, going to start apologizing for this week. Too. I was going to say, good Lord, I Damn, just told him we were back in our normal time and everything was going to be good. Good Lord. Uh, this is, we, I'm trying. This is week two of our yearly Christmas bath. Second, it's only the second annual, so it's. Yeah. Um, we're we picked a movie last week, so that's how this goes. We pick a movie, the patrons pick a movie because usually they get the last week of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and next year so, the patrons can just give up because <laughs> Rob and I have it in the bag for next we, year. We already figured it out. Yeah, I have no hope. We lose all these. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, anyway, so uh, this week we're obviously talking the mean one. If you can see, if you can tell by the title. And last week we talked the apology. That was our pick. Uh, this one, the patrons get, got to pick. They also get another pick next week. So not a Christmas we had pick, one. just to clarify. Although no. the killing tree is still out in the void. Son of a bitch. 
Also, a good <sighs> pick for next week, patrons, if you're listening, would be uh, <laughs> New Year's Evil. Which, yeah, which is an amazing movie. All right, all right. I don't remember that one. I, I've seen it, but you know, it was probably around New Year's Eve, and I was probably drunk. So yeah, it's where the guy's killing people. Um, it it's a stroke of midnight in different time zones. I have yeah, not I seen know. that. I don't know if I'm sold off of the description, but if the patrons choose it, I'll give it a shot. I'll have to. I've already <laughs> yeah, told we have, you have no choice. Cat. You don't need. <laughs> well, you don't need any more than that. Um. Mm. Um. But anyway, so we'll go through. Uh, we'll get to the movie discussion later. We'll go through all the picks that didn't win and all the stuff like we usually do. Uh, but we have some horror news to get to. We can get to drink roll call now if you guys want. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah. Uh, I oh, oh I am. <laughs> this is bad, man. I am once again. Monster heart. <laughs> There was, I told you guys, it's a big case. <laughs> yeah, Once again. Once again. Right. So, what else you got? I'm in the uh, holiday spirit and I am drinking some spiced eggnog. Or oh, spiced eggnog, rather. It is spiced, however. I did put some cinnamon in it. That's good. Nice. Oh, yeah. This movie does come out after Christmas. So, this is the. Uh, uh, this episode. No, it doesn't. It comes out no. 21st. Yeah, yeah, this one will come out before Christmas, but then the patron pick. The next week will be just before New Year's. Yeah, yeah. Which is okay. why they should pick Christmas right. or New Year's Evil. Okay. They're not going to pick uh, that because I'm at, I'm lobbying too hard. That's not how it works. For the record, Usually I think they should choose Barbie because otherwise Mikey isn't going to watch it. Dude, but. Barbie is what? amazing, and it's all, it's streaming right now on Max. Yeah, I just saw it again. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Why the hell I want to watch Barbie? Everybody who's don't listening want to watch should... Barbie. That's why I'm suggesting oh. it as a patron pick. Yeah, everyone uh. who's listening should turn off this show and go watch Barbie. God damn it. Stop telling people not to listen to the show. We're what really sorry if we? you're listening to our show instead of watching Barbie. <laughs> Rob, you need to stop telling people not to listen to the show, and you need to stop telling people to listen to the show and that it's going to suck. You need to stop <laughs> doing both those things. <laughs> Even when you tell them to listen, it's bad. All right. Uh, Kat, what about you? I'm drinking Lone Star beer. Oh, okay. Which was harder to find in Ohio than I thought it was going to be, but it was achieved, and now I'm stuck with a bunch of it. So, yeah, it's not very good if I remember correctly. It's not great. Yeah, <laughs> I will uh, say I the more had of them you drink back to back, the better they get. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not I'm at a place right now where I'm not too mad at it. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but I, I have um, been drinking it for a little while. <laughs> I I also looked for Lone Star uh, because of the Joe Bob Christmas special. Yeah. Uh, and in order to get it, I would have to drive to Georgia, and I was not willing to do that. <laughs> God damn. The uh, yeah, so the I very very seldom get to watch Joe Bob because I have um, I, there are so many things going on on Fridays. I usually have my game night on a Friday, and then work is always trying to get me to do stuff on Fridays, and I. I I feel like I have to on the weeks that I can because I usually don't get to and like maybe two or three times a year I get like a rare Friday off where I can watch Joe Bob. And so like I went all out when I realized one of those Fridays was the Christmas special. I was like, fuck, yeah, we're doing this. Uh, and I got too excited and now I have a bunch of Lone Star in the house. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Hell of a deal. 
Uh, okay, we don't have much news, but do you guys want to run through it real quick? What? I do. I'm really excited for news. Stop saying what, what. God damn. <laughs> I think it's, isn't that what the kids say? I don't know. I threw my back out getting a drink, bro. <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck kids say anymore. <laughs> Jesus. It's time to hump the news with Rob Humphrey. He's not a genius. First up, Bambi the Reckoning. There's been a... Yes! (laughs) There's been an update about the cast and the director... Uh, pfft. Roxanne McKee was in Wrong Turn Five. Uh, they're gonna be apparently the star of the film. Uh, Nicola Wright and Tom Mulheron. Uh, which one was Wrong Turn Five? We need code words for the wrong know. turns, like we have for Final Destination. I won't be able to remember them. Was Five I- Snow or was Five Concert? I guess. I don't know. Honestly, I can't even set it. I I have a box that has all the information in the world in it. I'll just click and look. Oh, Um, wow. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) This is uh, Wrong Turn 5 Bloodlines, and it is a small West Virginia town. It's hosting the legendary Mountain Man Festival. Oh. All right. Then there you go. All right. Well, I'm, I'm better knowing that, maybe. I don't know if that's true, but <laughs> uh, uh, and the director is Dan Allen. Apparently, he's done Unhinged. Is the name of the movie? I've never heard of it. Uh, it nor him. Yeah. Nope. But it all but sounds he's, promising. You'll love the movie all the same. The bulky is unfortunate. I don't appreciate that tone. I'm very discerning about the wild movies that I watch. Uh-huh. It's it's about Bambi going on a rampage. I mean, what's not to love about that? I mean, obviously it's going to be good, but... Yeah. <laughs> like, why can't you just make a killer deer movie about a deer going on a rampage? Why is it gotta be Bambi? It's a lot funnier if it's Bambi. <laughs> yeah, it is, Mikey. Come on. Alright. Uh, okay, this is super interesting. Uh, I didn't give a shit about it, honestly, at first. And um, part of this is for... Um, huge clown penis. Little Miss Huge Clown Penis over there. Uh, who gives me so much shit about Seven. And you two, who also give me a lot of shit about Seven. Mm-hmm. But apparently it is getting a... What was it? A 4K? Uh, they're getting a 4K steelbook release and it has packaging and everything else i didn't give a shit about this until i seen the packaging i just sent it to you guys everyone mm-hmm. listening where the hell is this oh fuck yeah take my money you go to yeah, they i don't can even just know have my money that is amazing to, they can go to zavi z-a-v-v-i dot com is that a real website or am i gonna get a virus going there mikey i feel like i might be scammed (laughs) yeah i mean i'm going funny enough the link that bloody disgusting has limited everyone can also go check it out there uh page can't be found when i went to click it so might be a scam no it is it looks like a store in the uk 
Mm. Which... I mean, shipping's gonna be a bitch, probably. Probably. Um, I might have just found... I found the steel book. I don't but see it, it anywhere. But it doesn't have, like, the set. Maybe it sold out already and they took it down. I don't know. I searched for seven and I get a shirt for Carlito's Way that came up. That is not... That's pretty funny. Yeah, but, I mean, it's got a notebook in it, fragile box packaging, like, just all kinds of shit from the movie. It, the, this set really, looks really great. Gorgeous. Yeah. The steel book is all sold out. Uh, and I don't see hmm. the special thing anywhere. Which might be why that link doesn't work. It may have taken it down already. Yeah, this article was posted on the 11th, so about a week, less than a week ago from when we're recording this. Yeah, that's that uh. is too bad because that box is is amazing. It comes with an air freshener, a pine tree air freshener. Oh man, that's one of those like commonplace, ordinary things that you just never quite see the same way anymore. Right. Huh? <laughs> I'm really sad that this is sold out too because I would love to have a 4K version of 7. I wouldn't care. See, the thing is, I wouldn't care about having it. Uh, this this is, I'd imagine, because they just have a bunch of shit laid out in the image. And it's there's a frat, a, like a regular cardboard box with tape on it. Looks like it's sent in the mail. And it says it has a fragile sticker on it. And I imagine that's what everything's in. So imagine in your DVD collection, you just have a box that says fragile in the middle of some DVDs. It's yeah, kind of funny. I'd make it work. Oh, I would for sure do it, but it's just funny. Then people would be like, what the fuck? Got your FedEx <laughs> package in the middle of your DVDs? <laughs> it does look phenomenal. Like, that would be cool. I'll give it that. Yeah. Oh, God. They have the Zodiac. That Zavi website has the Zodiac director's cut. Oh, a Blu-ray. Kill Rob, I think. <laughs> Sold out. They they have all this stuff, but none of it's in stock apparently. I think it was because they didn't have enough discs to make it because the director's cut was probably like an eight-hour movie. So no, you know. it's um, I don't remember how long. You the know, Rob's gonna get it. mad at you when he stops correcting you and realizes what you said. Yeah. <laughs> Um, when are we going to go back and adjust our scores for fucking Zodiac? When? Mine, I mean, mine could go up, I guess. <laughs> it won't not be approved or nothing, but I just like a Mikey. little lower. Mikey, mm -hmm. we are one day going to have to adjust the port noise. We've talked about this a lot. The day yeah. that Zodiac gets redone, though, is also the day that I'm going to revisit my Scream for port noise. So, oh, that, that'll definitely carefully go up. I've watched Scream 4 at least four times since that episode. I have too, and it's been detrimental to my enjoyment of Scream 2. And let me just say, I have a lot more room to go down than you have to go up. <laughs> That's fine. But I, 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 my, if we redo it, my number will probably go up. I'm just right. letting you guys know now. That is a great movie. It was trending on Twitter today too. Don't know why, but it was. I, I, I can't imagine it's for anything good. I have no no idea what the, what happened. The Scream franchise right now is in in kind of a uh, free fall. 
Uh, do you have that in the news? The allegations that uh, Melissa Barrera has turned down a meeting with Spyglass? No, I didn't. Let's fucking go, though. We'll be talking about it later. Um, all right. I really want to get to that. Hold on. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll revisit because that is definitely the final piece for sure. All We're going right. to need time for that motherfucker. Sure. Uh, Terrifier 3. Not much to say here. Lauren Levera signs on to reprise her role as Sienna. And yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't. I didn't think there was ever a question about that, to be honest with you. Yeah, she was super excited when we had her on the show. You know, there, there was no doubt in my mind. The fans love her. Um, the yeah, crew seem to love her. I, yeah, there's just, I'm not surprised. Yeah, and she did great. Oh, phenomenal job role. from Lauren Levera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Soxy is coming to life. Soxy. Yep. Uh, Saw 11 has been confirmed. Uh, but, Kat, oh, they gave a date for that, too. September 27, 2004. Yeah. And uh, they've also confirmed that Josh Stolberg and Pete Goldfinger will not be returning to write the new installment. That's probably for the best. That is, I, listen, you know that I love Josh Stolberg. I think he is a great dude. I love his enthusiasm for the Saw movies. I, I'm ready for someone else to be writing these things. Uh, I think that's fine. I think that's appropriate. Yeah. It just, <laughs> it, it it's such a complex story, you know, and it's hard. Like they, they do not have no anybody who goes on to write this film is not going to have an easy, easy test where is it going to take place I, I i i don't know i don't know uh we'll see what happens i'm sure rob is very excited no oh, i can't wait you have to get the the socks uh dvd when it comes out rob you know that right no it'll not be the only one yet. you don't have oh that's no, actually I, a spiral i don't Never have mind. spiral no uh okay that's fair uh, all right. You guys That's need to stop I... talking. I'm still trying to look for this Zodiac or this uh, seven thing. <laughs> it's gone. It's done. I know. I'm very exists. sad about it, though. I can't believe it's gone. I really want a fragile box in the middle of my DVDs now. <laughs> all right. What now? Wait. Hold, that's all I had for news. What the fuck happened with this? Uh, the with the scream thing now. Okay. So I mean, you know how news has been breaking for this, like bullshit mm -hmm. rumor and then a delay and then confirmation of this. So I don't, there's not a reliable source on this yet. Um, right. But the rumors are that Spyglass realized they fucked up because they have been trying to get in contact with Melissa Barrera, um, which the assumption being that they would that they've reconsidered uh, having her in the cast, especially after the debacle where they did not seem to have good luck getting Nev Campbell. Uh, earlier this week, there was rumors of them trying to get in contact with, I almost called him Stu Mocker, um, <laughs> with Matthew Lillard. Uh, Matthew Lillard's public statement uh, seemed to be that uh, it, it was very non-committal, but there was not a lot of interest there. Uh, and yeah, so following these, uh, the rumors are now that they have tried and failed to meet with Melissa Barrera, who honestly just seems to be doing better. <laughs> Good for her. 
good for honestly her. I, but, I seriously i it, you, it's one of those things where it's like i was not a huge fan of sam carpenter as a character i it was not a problem with melissa barrera it was a problem with the writing of sam's character uh and it it was worse in scream six than it was in scream five because even though her performance was the best part of scream six i feel like they really underutilized her character uh, by putting her yes. in the movie that was Scream 6. So <laughs> I, <laughs> that was kind of like... I, I had a lot of mixed feelings about the character, but I I genuinely don't know what Scream the franchise is going to do without <sighs> Sam from the point where they left off. Uh, yeah. And I think Melissa Barrera is kind of right to not want anything to do with Spyglass at this moment in time. No. So. I mean if you're spyglass you can't come back from that like when no. you make the decision to fire somebody publicly like that yeah yeah and then you get roasted for it and you try to somehow mend that fence it's done you know and what i mean the like, thing is is because the fans immediately like within the first 48 hours of this news breaking fans were like get melissa barrera back and i think maybe maybe there was a teeny tiny maybe. window where it could have worked but it was before the interviews with uh, Patrick Dempsey, it was before they tried to get Nev Campbell back. It yeah. was definitely before they tried to get Matthew Lillard back. Now it's too late and they're realizing that they fucked up and it's like, it, you missed. You missed mm, the yeah. chance. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I, seriously, I don't know what they're going to do. If they can't get any of those people back, I don't know what you do. Apparently there is, I did a quick search on this. New York Post. It's very reliable said Matthew Lillard doubts Scream return after Melissa Barrera's firing and there's a quote in the title I hope they put it to bed one way or the other yeah. dude from him that's crazy he literally Matthew Lillard Stu Mocker said just stop yeah. enough <laughs> like a beloved character too that is a bad thing for your movie to have tagged along to it Regardless of, I don't care. It could be the most perfect movie of all time. There are diehard Matthew Lillard fans who will say, fuck that movie. And Matthew yeah. Lillard has been begging to come back to this franchise. He has been. In years past, he's, he's literally been begging. I mean, he did the thing for Scream 5. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, You know, the dude's been begging to come back to this franchise and interviews and stuff saying he doesn't think Stu's dead and all that. Just trying to get to come back, and now even he's like, no. <laughs> uh -uh. Dude, and, and I love Matthew Lillard. I love the, the character, Stu. He's fucking dead. People need to stop. If that's what Matthew Lillard is saying, as much as I love him, he, it, he needs to stop. Yeah. There's no, that character's dead. Oh, wait, I, hold, uh, on. hold on. Hold, hold on. Is this... Uh, actually, Spyglass is trending at the moment. There's still not a source from what I can see. They, the rumors are getting, they're spreading though. It seems to be, uh, I, I was kind of hoping it would be con confirmed now, but the most reliable person, uh, is still Popcrave, who I don't really trust. Um, I would not be at all surprised to find out this is true though, just because around this situation specifically, the rumors really have been kind of on point here. Yeah. Uh, there have been a lot of like really crazy things that I wouldn't have believed that I saw being spread around and then like by the end of the day or you know like the end of the next day we've seen it confirmed so I I do believe this I could be wrong 
I know usually we don't report on rumors, but just <laughs> Amen. Yeah. No, it's it's worth this mentioning. This has been like really just something else. Yeah, and and you know what, dude? I hope other companies, not even just film production, just other companies in general and people take this and realize it I hope that it's a lesson to them. Like, dude, let's not overreact. Let's let things happen and then react appropriately. Yeah. You don't need to jump to conclusions. You don't need to fucking bury somebody to death, especially if you don't fucking really truly know what's going on. We need to stop that as a society. Like, it's getting ridiculous. And this is a perfect example of it, man. Like, I feel like people are finally starting to say, no, that's not okay to do. Yeah. And that's a good thing. And then Spot Glass learned the hard way. They yeah. deserve it. And and like you guys said, if they would have came back right away and been like, ah, you know what? Okay, we were wrong. We fucked, we fucked up. up. <laughs> May, and, they, and that's what I said from the beginning. What's wrong with doing that? What's wrong with saying I fucked up if you fucked up? That's what they should have did. And maybe they would have had a chance. Maybe. But dude, yeah, you fucking go around the mill and come back with nothing and expect me? <laughs> right. Moi? No. Fuck you. Right. Good it's for like her, a, man. It's like if you're at a, a, a school dance and you go over and you ask a girl to dance and she says no. And then you see her going around asking everybody else if they yeah. want to dance. And they all <laughs> say no. And then suddenly she comes back wanting to dance with you. Well, get uh-huh. fucked. <laughs> yeah. And the other side of that, too, waiting so long. And she got so many offers, probably. She's probably oh. turning shit down left and right. And you expect her to? No, 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 no. That's some bullshit, dude. No. Yeah. Well, she's still doing that. I believe she's still doing that Universal Monster movie with Radio Radio Silence, Silence. right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I know they're close to being done. They think, but I don't. I don't. And Radio Silence. They backed away from this. There's (laughs) obviously a disconnect here somewhere deep that we that nobody knows about publicly yeah there's I mean, something there's, going on there if there's anybody i really f- feel bad for it's christopher landon who is going to get a chance to direct a screen movie. yes and i honestly think i i said it when they announced he was he was the guy they were going with i think he would crush a screen movie so it yeah. really sucks for him i was on the fence about whether or not that was true but i was willing to give him a shot you know i was willing to give him the benefit of the doubt and be like I'm- sure why not I think a lot of the stuff that he's done feels like it has the same sort of tone as a Scream I, movie. And I feel like I, it has a watered-down Scream vibe. Yeah, but, you know, I think he, I think it would have been great at it. Unfortunately, if he does get to make a Scream movie, it's probably not going to be that great now. <laughs> Dude, honestly, and I, I, I agree with you. He's caught a lot of shit over all this, and he had nothing to do with it. You know, yeah. but don't even make the fucking movie, please. And this is coming from a, a huge Scream fan. Your Don't even franchise. make this movie. I would, that is not confirmed. <laughs> not confirmed. But it, it, for what, dude? Like, no matter what, like I said, if it's perfect, people are still going to say it sucked. And not, not that I think it'll be great or by any means, especially now. But even if it was, people are going to say it sucked. Like, you have to come up with a whole new, you need to start, you need to give time for shit to rest and start all over. It's an uphill battle, and people are not going to be inclined to forgive issues with it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm i kind of in the, you know, Scream is not my favorite franchise, but so, it, you know, I feel like this means less coming from me than it does from you, but I, I do think this is the time to put it to bed. 
Yeah, man. You know, and it sucks that six is going to be the last one because obviously six was building to something, but we're not going to get the end of that story anyway because they lost Melissa Pereira. So, yeah. you know, I I feel like anything that they do to kind of give us one more move because I feel like that would be the move, right? Is to like if this is going to be the last one, let's do something crazy. But what are they going to do that's going to give any kind of closure when they don't have any of the people working on it? You know, like, right? I mean. Uh, somebody said suggested they they try to build a movie around Mindy and Chad. I don't want that. I, don't I had either. mentioned Mindy. And also, Chad's happened. whole character or whole storyline was headed towards a relationship with Jenna Ortega's character, who's not going to be there. And also, I I don't know if it was just because we all know I was not content with the writing in six, so I don't know if it was just that. Or if it was one of those things where Mindy was a really good side character, but seeing her yeah. a lot more in six, I did not like her. Yeah. I liked her in five. She was my favorite character in five. She's like my second or third favorite character in the franchise, specifically from five. But six was rough. She was so annoying in six. I, I don't know if that was her fault, though. I That's the thing is I don't yeah. know whose fault it is. Um, right. And I had mentioned that on Cult FM, Rob. I don't know if that's what you were talking about, but I, I did toy with that idea. Chad, no. Mindy, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. This, oh. fucking, this is all because I like something. I can't believe it. <laughs> all this. Spyglass also needs to give those fucking rights up and sell them too, by the way, before anything gets done. Nobody's going to want to see a Spyglass screen movie. right? I don't care if you wait 10 years. Someone's going to bring it up and they're going to be mad and it, it might be me. You know, just get rid of it. Be done. Get your money from it. You I made more than enough from the last movie. You're fine. The best thing for Spyglass right now financially is going to be to sell those rights immediately. <laughs> yeah, but no. Who wants them? Guys, that's the thing. Wait a minute now. Hold on. What they need to do is get rid of the rights and they need to do something good for their publicity, right? They should give it to us. Yeah. And let us make the screen movie, right? Spyglass, give us the screen. Yeah. yeah. I'll wait for that to happen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna open uh Scream Seven by killing uh by killing Kirby. So <laughs> Oh, I'm fine with that, yeah. That's two out of three votes right now from the the chairman over here. And yeah. we're bringing Joel back. Right. Who? Jill? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Miss Crazy Eyes. Dude, she's less dead than Stu. She is less dead <laughs> she, than Stu. She is. And she's dead as fuck. And she's still less dead than Stu. Oh. Okay, hear me out, though. Because uh, Jill could be the one to... Kirby, it'll be like a really nice um, <laughs> closure. It'll be a throwback to Scream yeah. 4 that, you know, the fans are saving. Spyglass do the right thing. I'm going to email Mr. Spyglass tomorrow. We're going to start fucking <laughs> heading up negotiations. And then we're going to have to start a GoFundMe to... Uh, yeah, big one <laughs> all right mr spyglass what we have to offer here uh is about three hundred dollars some pink lemonade and a couple <laughs> of crates of um margarita in a can yep we got, we a got. Of, got a bunch of monster hearts yeah I, got a, yeah I got a i got about a 37 pack of monster hearts sitting in the fridge we can talk too, lone stars yeah i was gonna say can yeah. we interest you in a six pack of lone star i still got that peanut butter beer too you're gonna have yeah. at least four of those 
can you imagine the headlock? That would be the ultimate like Scream <laughs> Seven rumor. Is like Spyglass gives away right for rights to Scream for assorted alcohol from the <laughs> podcast, and the bloody disgusting wooden rope. They wouldn't say a fucking word. Those sons of bitches. Yeah, you're right. God damn it. Pick them in the dick. Fuck you. And everyone was <sighs> waiting for it to get debunked, and it just never. <laughs> it yeah. Because nobody believes anything till Bloody Disgusting posts it. So they're just like, oh, this can't be true. And they're just sitting there like, these motherfuckers did it again. These goddamn. And you know what? Huh? We could get the best filmmaker in all of Pittsburgh to direct for us. <laughs> oh, I bet he'd love a crack at the Scream franchise. Yeah. Oh, I bet he would. Time. I bet that motherfucker <laughs> would. And you know what? I will veto that shit because we don't have four people. So it can't be even. Goddamn it. No. That's our movie, Duke versus Ghostface. Oh. We're moving Mikey. along. No, no, no. Don't want Mikey me, Cat. What the hell? I hope you know that what we're moving on to is you pressing the button, though. So. Oh, far right. I'd rather than. Con- story. <laughs> I would rather than continue the the Duke versus Ghostface. To my- what kind of a disgrace? What's your favorite scary movie. God damn. Two Wait, horror icons facing off. I hate you. This is the Gobble Mystery Corner. My back hurts. This is where our listeners anonymously send in racist Italian memes making fun of me for being Italian. The uh, memes themselves go up on Patreon. We describe them on the show. Mikey, I have something to tell you. I have some bad news. What? Uh, we have a new person submitting Gobble Mystery <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 hold on, hold on. There's no, there's no fucking way. This is a new person. We yeah, got a new recruit. A new person. Who the fuck did this? You know, it's anonymous. I have to protect his or her identity. <sighs> fuck their identity. <laughs> Why are we getting new people doing this shit? Hold on, wait a minute. Before I even look at it, Rob, stop laughing. <laughs> it's bad when Rob laughs. Yeah. Does this person listen to the show? I, I believe so. I yeah. believe he does, yeah. All right. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cat underscore velour. God damn. <sighs> I didn't submit this. This is not a submission. <laughs> this was submitted to Slasher Radio officially, I have to say. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was me sending a picture of my fucking lunch to you two. What the hell is this, man? <laughs> but it is the most Italian meme thing I've ever seen. I can't confirm or deny um, <laughs> that you were the one that sent this. I have to protect her anonymity, Mikey. But I would really like to hear the description of this. It's my lunch from Wednesday. That's what the description is. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god, man. I can't do nothing. You know, um, I don't even know where to begin. It, it's my lunch. This is how I explain the meme. It's my lunch from Wednesday. I was hungry as hell, so I went to this really good pizzeria. I was very excited. I was having a long day. It was fucking busy as shit. I said, you know what, man? I'm gonna treat myself to a good-ass lunch. This is gonna be bomb as hell. So I went to this pizzeria that's good as shit, and they have... They have a penne alla vodka pizza slice. And it's good as shit. It's a pizza with penne alla vodka on it. How the fuck did you go wrong? And I sent these two a picture of my lunch in our group chat. And here we are today. What the hell is this? 
It's literally a piece of pizza with pasta on it. So, do you, is the, serious question now, serious question. Is this really that out of the ordinary? Yes. To you guys? Dude, I've yes. never, ever seen that before in my life. I have never you'll, seen anything like yeah. this. I, you'll I see seriously this in, thought it had to be a joke when you said it. <laughs> you will see this in every pizzeria you go to by me. I will say, looking at that picture of the pizza, I would eat the shit out of it. It looks really good. Oh, oh it's 100%. phenomenal. Yeah. Like, I would eat it. But I have never, ever seen it before. <laughs> That's crazy. A friend of mine I had showed it to, too. He wasn't as mean as you two are about it. I can't believe this. <laughs> I'm getting publicly shamed over my lunch in front of the world. <laughs> but he, he said, too, he's like, I had never seen that before. I was like, really? So I don't get it. Like this, literally, you will see in any pizzeria. It like some of them aren't great as far as taste. Like, not only have I never seen that locally, I have never seen it in New York either. Not that I'm in New York often, but I do always go to pizzerias almost exclusively when I'm out there. And uh, I, th yeah, I've never seen this before. That is wild. Do you go to? Are the pizzerias in the city? They are in the city usually. Okay, that's why those aren't real pizzerias. Those don't okay. count. You know, those are those are places who get people who come to Manhattan who thinks New York pizza, and they don't have enough money to pay their rent, so they use cheap ass <laughs> fucking. Then no, those aren't real pizzerias. Yeah, usually but, I'm yeah. in the city, and like if I'm there anyway, you know. Some of the worst pizza you can get is in the city. It's really bad. <laughs> but yeah, no, this is super common around me. So I didn't think anything of it. Like, I didn't think it was <laughs> that racist to you guys for me to have fucking, I guess I can't have lunch. I don't think it was racist. I think we just wanted to celebrate your lunch. Yeah, I mean, look, this is a celebration of Wednesday's celebrate lunch. Celebrate my lunch. Unfucking believable <laughs> I can't do nothing, huh? Like, I can't. I can't have lunch. I can't do anything. I was so happy, too. It was so good. It was such a busy day. I was like, damn, man. All right, I'm going to enjoy myself. And that's what I get. <laughs> I'll have everybody know, too. Rob's message to me after sending the picture of this lunch, which just had a yummy emoji with it, too. I was being wholesome here. Rob said to me, seriously, question mark, you couldn't be any more of a stereotype if you were trying right now, <laughs> is what the man said to me. <laughs> Motherfuckers, bro. Uh, good times. <sighs> oh, yeah, great times. You Son know what else were bitch. good times? What? The 1999 Welcome Back to Brooklyn Festival, where Tony Danza was crowned oh, well. the king of Brooklyn. What? Yeah. There ain't no damn king of Brooklyn. What the hell is he, that? No. According to the fine folks at the Welcome Back to Brooklyn Festival, he was named king of Brooklyn. And I think they would know. I ain't never even heard of that, man. The Mount Carmel so Festival in Brooklyn. Saint and a king? He is. is what you're saying? No. He ain't no damn saint. The Mount Carmel Festival in Brooklyn is the only one that matters. And, and that ain't no damn welcome. Never even heard of that. It, stop with the Danza stuff. You just seen I got harassed over my lunch, dude. And this is what you had to do. <laughs> I Well, we learned uh, tonight that there is a new anonymous submitter to the Gobbagoolie Mystery Corner. No, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> I also think that could be a lead for the flashlight situation. Oh, yeah. You know, this is the first have on who's submitting these memes. That's right. Maybe it was you all along, Mikey. I hate the both of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do have good news, Mikey. What? 
as of right now, we have two Tony Danza fun facts left. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. I don't have any hope. I've heard this before. I don't want to fucking. I'm not I mean, any it's kind of perfect because it looks like it'll kind of finish out the year. <laughs> oh, great. The year of the Danza. That's wonderful. <laughs> I've had a great time. Um, Fuck. I will tell you that I still have uh, 12 memes in the old folder. I did not have to use one this week. Oh, great. <laughs> that's wonderful. I'm glad I could help. Unfucking real. I'll have you guys know the fleshlight situation. There's still no with the with that one meme that got put. It sounds really weird. If anyone hasn't listened to the show before, we just said the fleshlight situation. There was a it was a, a, a gobbledygooly mystery corner meme with pasta and fleshlights. There there's no gate. There's no gain on the process of figuring it out. But I'll have everybody know uh, this is both informational and a threat. The Oompa Loompas are getting into data mining. Oh, mm-hmm. that is a so. Threat. Yeah, we're going to get to the bottom of this shit. Did you guys see that story about Hugh Grant? No. He's all pissed off about having to oh, play about Oompa, being Loompa. An Oompa Loompa. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I did. He's, there's that new Wonka movie coming out, and Hugh Grant's an Oompa Loompa in it. And he's mad as hell about it. Why would he be mad? He took the role. What the hell is he mad about? It's so weird. He ran around as an Oompa Loompa. It was such a funny interview, too, because he was just like, like, I don't need to work. And it's like, Hugh Grant, so you have so weird. much money. What are you talking about? And he's like, I've got to raise my children. And it's like, you're being a Noompa Loompa. You've <laughs> got to lean into that shit. Yeah, he was very irritated about having to be a Noompa Loompa. <laughs> God damn it. This is a bad one. This episode sucks. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, it sucks. Fuck. Do you think we could get Hugh Grant to come in and help with the investigation? <laughs> Maybe. That would be kind of nice. Mr. Grant, have you ever gotten in any data mining? And can you fit underneath someone's passenger seat in a car? We can't pay you for this right now, but there might be a Roland Scream 7 for you. We can give you a leading Roland Scream 7. Case of margaritas in a can. <laughs> can that just be our have to be the voice of Duke. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, we're taking a break. I need a fucking break. I need a break. We're not taking a break. I need a break, all right? And we'll be right back with whatever the fuck we're talking about this week. God damn. I stretched my back a little. I feel a little better. You have to get some of that Icy Hot to put on there, man. <sighs> I wish I had a heating pad. Get just some aspartame. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck does this happen? Alright. Where are my notes for this fucking thing? Oh shit. Where are my notes for this fucking thing? Oh, they're there. Rob, you don't know how to work the Patreon, so we gotta go through all the shit that no, I don't. didn't make it. Uh, The Omen. The 27th one. Damn, wow. that's cr- crazy, right? Wow. A lot of Damn. these. Uh, the first... You think we would have learned by now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, This is... That's the... The process in which the patrons nominate movies before the voting. Uh, so the first one up is our favorite mashed potato thief, Tasha. Mm-hmm. I need a mashed potato button. You do. I don't know what a good mashed potato sound is, though. Oh, we could do. Uh, Rob, you don't watch Impractical Jokers. Mm-mm. There's one where Joe was going around. He had to serve potatoes to people who didn't like just keep serving potatoes no matter <laughs> what they say. And he, his tactic was he didn't speak English, 
So he was just scoopsky potato and he would put it on their plate. All right, Tasha, I got you. Funny. It's funny as shit. Tasha, I got you. We're going to have a mashed potato button soon. Uh, she had, uh, uh, actually, she had the mean one. That was the okay. Tasha. Tasha, my first win for Tasha. Good job, Tasha, getting a oh, win. Good job. Tasha with the dub. All right. Did she steal the win, though? That's the question. Ah, <laughs> that's true. She did squeak by barely. Tasha had the, uh, I'm sorry, uh, IR Chris had the children from 2008. These are all supposed to be Christmas movies. Never heard of that one. No, I haven't either. That one is a Christmas movie. Okay. Next is, <laughs> next one was Nesto. Nesto, Nesto, Nesto. I was scared of you this week, buddy. <laughs> I didn't know what you were going to do. And it still hangs over my head because Nesto put up Dead End 2003. I've been seeing I this movie. I do mo not remember that being a Christmas movie, <clears throat> but I don't think I've seen it since like 2003, pretty much. I've, yeah, I've never seen it, um, but I've been seeing it come up or hearing people talk about it a lot. Apparently, it is a Christmas movie, cat because a lot of people are talking about this movie all of a sudden. I don't know okay. why. Well, I responded to Nesto mm -hmm. <laughs> and I put, cause I, I seen that I get the notification on my phone that, but it doesn't show me their message. I just see who did it. And I'm like, Oh, this motherfucker, here it comes. And I looked at it and it said dead end. And I replied to him and said, damn it, Nesto. <laughs> and, he, and, and he replied back with better watch out. I'm telling you why with a fucking tongue out emoji. God, Nesto, why? It's you know, it's a smart play by Nesto to just have it hanging there. Yeah. 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 It's a long con, dude. He's it really it it's been a year. Yeah, Nesto's not fucking fuck? around. And he hasn't even said shit leading up to it. Like he didn't threaten me with it. He didn't say <laughs> nothing. He just let me think. It sat me alone with my thoughts, man. And it worked. Fucking Christ. Nesto is sadistic. Oh boy. Okay. And then the next one was from Leah. Leah, I don't appreciate this shit. Leah put up Amityville Christmas Vacation from 2022. Yeah. You want to know um, who directed that movie? No. The son of a bitch who told me to suck his. Oh, man. Yeah. The carousel guy. Best I did not know that. I'm going to have to check that movie out, though, because it sounds great. <laughs> And I, I responded to Leah too. I never really respond to these. These like these guys. Are, I said why in all caps, and Leah said it was this or the killing tree. Could you imagine if Leah was the one to pull the trigger? It wasn't even Nesto, man. The fuck are they doing, Leah? Sadistic. Uh, the next one up was from Will. Up, oh, hold on. I need to get my my Will button going. Thrill me. I'm gotten good at getting to that one. Uh, it's called Rare Exports from 2010. Oh, dear Lord. Oh. It, it really can't. I have never seen Rare Exports, but I know a lot of people like it. Exports is such a wild ride. I think the issue that I had with Rare Exports is because it sounds a lot more fun than it is. Uh, and it got really hyped up for me where people were like, this is oh. the craziest Christmas movie I've ever seen. And they really underestimated what kind of Christmas movies I had seen, I guess. Because <laughs> I just I remember being really disappointed with this one. I I think it it's it's mid. Okay. All right. All right. The next one was from Little Miss Huge Clown Penis. What the fuck is that? 
And it was Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2 from 1987. Nice pick, Allie. God damn it, Allie. Why Part that, 2? Because it's better than Part 1. I think the thing <laughs> with Silent Night... Uh, I'm not so sure it's better than part one, but I enjoy both of them. I'm okay. Not like if you're trying to win a contest and you've got to pick a solid Christmas horror movie, I think that's a fine pick. Mm. I'm kind of glad I don't have to watch it again this year because I just I rewatched them last year and they're not every year movies for me. Yeah, I can see that. Also, Silent Night, Deadly Night part two is really just kind of Silent Night, Deadly Night, but with like. Little extra stuff. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's mostly the exact same movie. Yeah. Well, we all know the beginning of Friday the 13th movies, Mikey, they do like the previously on Friday the 13th recap. Yeah. That's what this movie does, except for it's like a third or or a half of the movie. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Allie never picks good movies. So let's just be clear about that. Well, she chose the loss of Pastor. Yeah. Thank you, Kat. I appreciate it. And Silent thank Night, you. Deadly Night Part uh, 2 is a Allie. fun pick. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the pick. Mm, Allie doesn't pick good movies. And I get to talk shit and she can't say anything. So that's pretty nice. Hell of a deal. Uh, Okay, the last one was from Greg. Oh, hold on. God damn. Getting confused with my buttons. Take him right in the dick. And Greg put up Santa Slay with the WWE superstar Bill Goldberg. All right. I am and really happy this one did not win. I am super sad it didn't win. This is the one I was pulling for the most. I wanted it to win. I'm stunned that Chris or that Chris, Jesus, that Greg didn't put up Black uh Black Xmas because I know he loves that movie. Um, but it, it was a solid pick, Greg. I appreciate the effort. And um there was a point because Mikey, you filled me in uh at one point <laughs> to let me know that it was winning at, at, at one point and I was super excited. I was I'm super really pissed glad that I did not watch this when I first saw it. Because when you sent that picture that it was ahead, I was like, I'm just gonna watch it now and get it out of the way. <laughs> I'm really glad I didn't. The hate cat coming I from don't like that movie. <laughs> Santa Slay starring WWE superstar Bill Goldberg yeah. is God, very stop saying that frustrating to me. <laughs> Also, well, how much fun would it have been to do an entire episode with me saying the full title of that movie every <laughs> single time I said it? I It'd be a four-hour episode. <laughs> Not cattle pass out in the middle of the show. No. <laughs> Santa Slay starring. <laughs> Santa, yes, that is true though. Santa Slay starring WWE superstar Bill Goldberg. There you go. I uh, was winning at one point. I was very angry. This one honestly was a two-horse race from beginning to end. And the wrong horse won, I will tell you that. It was 63% for the mean one and 38% for Slant and Slay. The Patriots, they'll switch their votes in the middle of the go-to. It's very bizarre. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, Uh, I was was heartbroken to find out that Santa Slay starring WWE superstar Bill Goldberg didn't win. Uh, But there's always next year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I would, you know what? Or if no, I have to wait, nominate it in March. I, y'all watch it. <laughs> Look, you motherfuckers already have one Christmas movie <laughs> over my head throughout the year. I, but Mikey, Santa Slay starring WWE superstar Bill Goldberg is a good movie. That's no, I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to Kat. She doesn't know. No, Kat doesn't know, but I mean, I think she just so happens to be. (laughs) I think she just so happens to be right here. That can't be a good movie. It's a lot of fun. I really like it. Unbelievable. So here we are with the mean one, though. 
And I'll have you guys know, too, I reached out to friend of the show, David Howard Thornton, mm -hmm. Art the Clown and the Grinch in this one, although apparently we can't say that. Can't say that. Uh, yeah, can't say that. And, uh, you know, just let him know that we're talking about the movie and, you know, the hope oh, he's I doing good. I wish you good. hadn't done that. <laughs> 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 he's already fucking doesn't like you, so yeah, I don't he's, even... He's not going to yeah, like me anymore when he, if he <laughs> listens to this. I can tell you that right now. Oh. <sighs> well, he, he said, uh, he replied and he said, oh, thank you so much. Same to you all. I wish them happy holidays as well. Okay. And he said... I hope you all enjoyed our little silly, our silly little film that could. Aw. Come on, Rob. Look, I, I wish him nothing but the best. Happy holidays to Mr. David Howard Thornton. Uh, he was very good in this movie, by the way. Yeah, I just, I, I, throwing the best thing I have to say about this movie out, right out the gate before we even start the discussion, I really liked his performance here. Uh, mm -hmm. He is a friend of the show. I'm already a fan of his, uh, but I, I genuinely, he was a star in this. And if the movie had been more focused on him just creeping around <laughs> as the not Grinch, I would have loved this so much. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, and I I've feel like liked his oh, performances, yeah. by the way, I, I unfortunately, I, I never seem to like movies that he's in. Um, I didn't like the terror. I don't like the terrifier movies as we all know, but he's very good as art. The clown. It's not yeah. him that I don't like. Yeah. And, and that's one thing I did notice in here. I guess I'll get it out of, out of the way right off the bat. Uh, you could see art, the clown in him, in his movements, you know, like he's a really, really good physical actor. Mm -hmm. He's and having a good time being evil, which is that same art, the clown essence, but he's like, yes. he's having fun. Yeah. Yes. Um, I just thought of something. I was, uh -oh. <laughs> I can't remember if Rob seen it. <laughs> I hope I remember to do it before the show's over. Yeah. I, Kat, I agree with you. I, like, I'm not going to sit here and act like this movie was perfect. None. I really, really liked it. And it had a slow start. With, there was a lot of story here. I don't think the, um, the performances were terrible. Like across the board. I don't think they were awful or nothing, you know, like this isn't a movie that had a big budget and, you know, super experienced actors other than, you know, uh, David, who's been in, I feel like he's been in more popular films than more so like a wide range of experience, but the dude is clearly a fucking pro, you know, there was nobody on his level in this movie, but it, it just, it, it didn't need all the story. and. I feel like if you, it's a, it was only like an hour and a half movie. If you cut some time off of it, the, you're looking at a short film. But man, I think they did really fucking good. It was fun. It took a minute to get there, sure. But <clears throat> I think, I think they were kind of proud of themselves for dancing around the, um, the Grinch who stole Christmas thing legalities the mm -hmm. way as much as they could. And, I, they set up a lot of story with the new Ville and all that stuff. And you know what, man, if it got us to the, to about the halfway mark of this movie where it took off, fine deal. I'm in. I like this one a lot, guys. I liked David Howard Thornton in this movie. I wish they would have had more of him. I do. 
other than his performance, I liked virtually nothing else. Nothing? No, this I did not like this movie at all. And unfortunately for me, I've had to watch it now twice in just over a month. Um, I don't I don't think it's fun. I don't think it's funny. I don't think that um I, I, there's just nothing that uh, other than his performance, I there's nothing else that I like. I didn't think the, the other performances were good. I don't think the script is very good. I just was not a fan. I'm really upset right now. Kat, I can't tell which side you're on with this one. Like, <laughs> truly and true. I feel like you're more towards Rob's end, but where do you truly stand on this thing? Uh, I, it's, it's frustrating. I am more toward Rob's side. And probably a lot closer to Rob's side, honestly. I here's what? the thing: is that I want to like it because there are it. You you guys know because I say this all the time. My least favorite thing in a movie is when it misses the potential. There were some really clever suggestions of ideas here that I think it could have been really good if they pursued. But it it got kind of muddled. I don't think the script was very good. I didn't have a lot of the the only time I was having fun was when David Howard Thornton was doing his thing. Um, and I'm not gonna say that there was nothing else at all that I liked, but it it was very fleeting because like there there were these really cool ideas, and then they just like I feel like they didn't commit hard enough to any of them. There was a lot of story to get us, like you said, to that. We're like 30 minutes in before it even starts. That's true. That's like a third of the movie. And that's, that's true. that was kind of rough. And then I don't feel like they made it <laughs> worth it. Um, a, a couple of the biggest like script sins for me, um, they had this really cool element in there where like she's trying to get pictures of him and they're really blurry. And I it reminded me a lot of the... <laughs> pictures that rob sends into the group chat of bigfoot and it's like i, kind of I did think that of that I, a little bit <laughs> scientific evidence of the existence of bigfoot that mikey just closes his mind to but like they're trying to hold make on, wait wait cat into... hold on i can't let that go <laughs> i'm sorry miss valor continue <laughs> but, but like i really because you know they do have the rights issues and i think a really clever way to get around that would have been to make the mean one kind of a cryptid you know, like, I think that was a really inventive angle, and they didn't really commit to it until the end after he had already died. <laughs> like, uh, and then it's like, ooh, look, it's Newville, the town, the like, the small town where people look for this dead cryptid. <laughs> like, at that point, I just didn't care enough, uh, e even though I think it could have been interesting. And it's the same thing with, like, it, the movie as a whole. The entire premise is built upon like we're going to subvert the the whole mean one thing. Where but and she goes through this whole like revenge is bad. I've got to learn to forgive myself. The the meaning of Hanukkah arc or whatever. And it's it's fine. It's acceptable, I guess. But then it took all of that. It took twenty years in movie and a hundred and ninety some minutes. You know, or a hundred and um. It, God, I can't. Uh, and like, you know, the 90 minute runtime for us to get to the point where it's just like she basically forgives him and kills him with kindness anyway, which was in the rhyme at the beginning. 
Like, and I'm sure it thought it was being clever and cyclical and stuff, but it's like, if she's going to forgive him for doing bad things, you can't have that be the subversion of her forgiving him for doing bad things. Like, that made it feel like a waste of time to me. Uh, and it was very frustrating. I'll say this about the ending, because when I heard her say she forgives him, I damn near lost my mind. I was <laughs> like, what? But you know what? They they were clearly trying to get to his heart growing, mm-hmm. and I thought that was kind of cool. They could have uh, they could have done it could have done it differently, sure. But like they could have pumped his heart full of something. They could have used you know like I, th- there were just there were a lot of other ways around it. There was, there was because I thought when she, she forgives him, it's just like it's so close to the thing that they were trying to not do that it that it frustrated me. <laughs> I thought. And this was my backseat quarterbacking of it. I thought they should have had her like give her life for the old Santa looking dude. And like he had her and then he thought about what she just did or maybe like have a moment trying to save him that the Grinch scene and that did it. I, I don't know. There, like you said, Kat, there were other ways to get there for sure. They were going to never die, Mikey. She had to live happily ever after with that deputy dumbass guy. Well, not die, but like almost die to where he had her. You know, she was all all bets off and she was done. That but, was uh, another thing I liked about the movie. It's just a little thing was the sort of running joke where the deputy kept calling her ma'am. I thought that was funny. That was kind of fun. Uh, deputy Dumbass was also one of my favorite running things. I really <clears throat> I really liked how he was too Jewish. To know any Christmas carols. <laughs> I, I, like of all of the dumb one-off lines in this movie, that one really got me. <laughs> I I cannot fucking sit here and believe that we just watched the movie. I really about, thought we were all gonna be on the same page. Yeah, with I, this one. I'm astonished by you, Mikey. <laughs> after Winnie the Pooh, we just talked about Bambi, after all those things. Here we are watching The Grinch. Here's what a I horror movie adaptation. Here's and I what like I don't it. Get. You like this one. And the a lot of the plot elements seem to be lifted right out of Santa Jaws, which you don't like. Because this these kills look good. And another thing. Don't you uh, dare tell me these kills look better than Santa Jaws. Yes. Yep. Yes. They did. What? You are Absolutely. wrong, sir. And you should be ashamed of yourself. They had a guy on his knees pretending his legs were cut off. That's not good. <laughs> that's called practical that effects. Practical effects. Which no, more than this movie. <laughs> that's called lazy, is what that was. That he was ridiculous. No he had legs. He was. I, I seen them. <laughs> I seen the legs. <laughs> but no, it. This. For, that's another thing. The Grinch look. You got guys got to admit as well. Looked yes. phenomenal. I will say that the I was skeptical going in uh, because the movie poster that they had up uh, mm-hmm. made him look really, really dumb. I was very pleasantly surprised by how the Grinch looked in motion in this one. Yep. I, I agree good. with that. I, I did like the look of the the Grinch. He looks phenomenal. Grinch, but yeah, the Finch. Although. Yeah. But- <laughs> It also, what? it begs the question, because they they were kind of trying to do this cryptid angle where you're like, that's really smart, because we're watching a low-budget Grinch movie. Uh, they're not going to want to show too much of the Grinch. But then you see the Grinch, and he looks amazing, and you're like, why is this whole movie not us looking at that Grinch? <laughs> like, well, 
that's the thing. He doesn't, it's not so easy. He doesn't talk and he's all he's doing is killing everything in the site. That's expensive to keep killing people, you know, and he doesn't talk like what's he, I mean, I agree. They could have had, but I didn't know. Right. Because this is, this is basically Christmas art, the clown. I wanted him to just have fun. Like I not, Maybe not to the extent that Art the Clown was, because I think if we get into like torturing grounds, yeah. there's a point where it stops being a Christmas movie. But you know what? Right. Like the tormenting and the like dancing around and the the taunting of people, like Art does a lot of those things that I think it would have been very natural to incorporate into this. They could have had some of that runtime. Don't speak too fast about the brutality and torture taken away from a Christmas movie, because you know Terrifier Three is going to be set at Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, but that's and terrifying. I've already explained that I'm not a big fan of that. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I, I'm there for that. Terrifiers kind of carved their own life. Like, we know what Terrifiers is going to be. No, you know, I, we don't we don't know too many. Uh, like, this, we don't need a lot of movies doing Terrifier stuff because then it's not special anymore. Um, but I, I agree with you, Kat. There could have been. I was thinking there could have been more of him like in his cave up in the mountain thing. Yeah. Oh, a la Jim Carrey. See the Grinch lair. Yeah, man, that'd have been dope. And, and I also, get what? they don't have the dog. They didn't have the dog. dog. Maybe they can't have the dog though. As a kid, when I watched the Grinch cartoon every year, the dog was always my favorite part. Max is I the like best the dog. part. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't have, they didn't have a dog or a dog stand in or nothing. They might not have been able to, to be fair. They, but that we don't know. They could have just given him another pet. You know, they, they could have been like, "Here's the mean one's pet raccoon," and I would have been like, "The spirit of Christmas, of course." <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we don't. I just, they could have gone a little bit more whimsical with it, and I would have loved. Again, I'm not asking for a lot of backstory. I don't want him overexplained, but the inconsistencies. I would love this whole. I, I, I'd love a little bit more insight into why he'll wear the Christmas necklace and the Santa suit and everything mm-hmm. else and then just go rabid for Christmas stuff. Like it yeah. just, it, it you know, any it, kind of context into this would have been helpful. Yeah, I think the the lack of whimsy in the movie is sort of the thing that makes me not like it that much. Like it yes. feels like it's stuck. In some sort of weird min- middle ground of wanting to be like a brutal, serious horror movie with the kills and stuff. Um, and also wanting to be like fun and look at us, we're making a Grinch movie. You know what I mean? I love that though. I wish they had leaned more into the fun side of things. Then I wish I, they I like the either side. More. Huh? I wish they had leaned more into either side. Like, yeah. I- because something more whimsical, I think that could have been more like Santa Jaws than this. Santa mm-hmm. Jaws is just like a Hallmark Christmas movie that happens to have a killer shark in it. And I love that. I love yeah. that attitude. Yeah. Or like, you know, they could have made it more serious. And and then it, I guess, basically would have been Terrifier 3. But yeah. I, that's appropriate for a movie that has to be stuck at Christmas. <laughs> you know, like, But when we, when we, what we do see of the Grinch's layers, just like these mangled body parts and stuff like that's not, yeah. I don't see that. That's not fun. It's the Grinch. Make it kind of fun. I thought it was fun. See, th- this is why I like it. You guys asked why earlier. <clears throat> this is why, because it has, it has both sides of those. 
I feel like the movies, Santa Jaws, and the other ones, they have two. They don't have enough of the horror side. Yeah, and you hate fun. I don't hate fun. I like the Grinch movie, man. What do you mean? She she is the she threw no, but she she threw a fucking Christmas ornament grenade. She had a candy cane shotgun, which, by the way, Cat Valor, I'll have you know, I discussed Anna the Apocalypse on Cult FM this week. Don't yeah. listen to that episode. Don't, I don't already it. I started it and left. <laughs> don't don't do it. Uh, but I, I'll go ahead and say it. That's better than Anna's candy cane. There, I said it. I, that gun was it was just a gun painted like a candy cane. Like it wasn't like yeah, it made wasn't out of candy canes. Actual matter. And I think that's a, no, it, but right. should, perfect amount. This is this is what frustrates me about you so much, Mikey, is that you'll watch something where it's like this killer runs on the power of imagination and we're going to have a whimsical Christmas adventure with death. And you're like, none of this makes sense. I hate it. <laughs> and then we have this where it's like, we're going to take the time in an actual attack to paint a gun, like a candy cane. And you're like, yes. that makes sense. It's whimsical and fun. <laughs> it's like, yes. no. they live in no. Newville, man. They probably just had, it oh. probably came like that for all we know, man. They, they, we don't have Christmas stuff in Newville. Christmas stuff in Newville. Where would she have gotten that? She might have had it, man. I don't know. That's the thing, though. The Grinch was the Grinch throughout. Like, they made it. They really stuck with it, man. They had the narration throughout the movie. They had the dude who looked like Santa. It it was. They really kept me in the fucking zone. They. I didn't. I didn't leave it. They, they didn't make me leave it. I like they, that. They kept me zoned out. I say it all the time with the leprechaun. Throughout the whole movie, he was a fucking leprechaun through and through, and the tone stood the same. It had a lot of horror aspects in it, both sides of things. That's what I like. This had that. I'm here, goddammit. I don't know how. I wasn't looking forward to this at first. I wasn't. I've been poo-pooing this for a while. Here I am. I can't believe it either. I don't think you know what whimsy is. <laughs> I didn't say it was whimsy. I know what whimsical. I'm not saying it's whimsical, but child. No. What do you? I I don't understand how you guys don't like this one. I true like. I feel like this is a a a bit. Like I don't get it. (laughs) We were so. This was the one we could have all came together. We could have had another Christmas miracle, and you guys ruined it. No, this was not gonna ever be the one. I mean, I saw the apocalypse could have been the one. Yeah, yeah, the apocalypse. Yeah, I saw this. Like just over a month ago, and I told you it was trash. I don't believe you when you say a movie's bad. I don't believe you when you say a movie's good. I'm gonna yeah, believe you when it's you, bad. Why would you think I would like this if I've already told you I thought it was trash? <laughs> I don't know. I Rewatches. Say- I have no idea. There's no way. Yeah, I can't is, believe right. it. That's a valid point. You're right. Rewatches do make me change my mind on movies pretty quickly sometimes. And it was fun say, to I'm me. I'm really surprised I didn't like this because I was all on board when the trailers dropped. I was sad I didn't get to see this one last year. Mm-hmm. And even when Rob said that it was terrible, I was like, well, maybe he just hates fun. Yeah. Maybe he spent too much time with Mikey and now he just hates fun. <laughs> no, uh, I, I was really looking forward to this and- one too. I tried to get to the theater to see it. It wasn't playing anywhere around me. I had a hell of a time trying to find it last year. And also, Tasha and I usually agree on movies, and this one was in, like, her top 25, and I was yeah. like, this has to be amazing. Um, but no, I, I was not a fan of this mm-hmm. one. You can't trust Tasha. She steals potatoes. 
Yeah, but she gives half of them to me. I trust her with my life. <laughs> oh my god, Cat is getting some of these fucking extorted <laughs> potatoes. Oh. No way. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. I. I. I'm very disappointed in you guys. I. I truly am. I can't believe it. When. When. When he was about to say Grinch and the the bartender yelled Finch, man, I don't yeah. know. It was just it was so funny. They did it a second time. Yep. It was good. <laughs> the only thing I liked about that joke is that my brother has a friend named Mike Finch. Oh, but... hold on. Wait a minute. You brought up your brother now. Hold on. Wait. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't remember which button it is. I'm going to be honest with you. You're saying I was right. Nope. That wasn't it. Oh, maybe it's this one. Ass and titties. Ass, ass and titties. Ass and titties. Ass, ass and titties. Titties. Ass and titties. Mm. Ass, ass and titties. Keep going. Ass and titties. Ass, mm. ass and titties. Chicka, chicka. Titties. <laughs> <laughs> chicka, chicka. That was fucking legendary. Yeah, I I don't know, man. God, so you guys did? Are you guys? I, I gotta get this clear. So you guys didn't like the the Santa party scene? Here's or, the thing about the Santa party. That was when he was murdering the Santa clauses that were attending Santa Con, which is the worst con ever, and a weird time to have it because it's Christmas time and they should be working as Santa somewhere. But it also seems to be a con that takes place entirely on a rented bus to which they travel to Newville in the middle of nowhere and go to a dive bar. So it, it didn't make any sense, but fine, whatever. Um, that scene when he's murdering all those people is the best scene in the movie. Okay. All right. Fine. We can proceed as, as a community now. Yeah. I was going to say, if you guys didn't like that, come on. That was the best part. I also love that he didn't kill the, the waitress or whatever because she was great. Yeah, man. Like when he was had his his fingers poking up over the the booth, and man, he was just he was. I I love David Howard Thornton, man, and I've said this to Damian Maffei as well. Even though Damian kind of poo poos the whole you know mass killer or you know a, a silent killer type thing, and I tell him all the time that's bullshit and it's not easy to do. And you did a really good job. Why mm -hmm. the fuck can't you just realize that? Because he says anybody could do it. Not everybody can do it. And granted, it might not be the most difficult part of acting, sure, but still, it's a talent, and it's not easy. And if they had someone else who didn't know that, you I know, think just it would a, be more difficult if everyone had to do it to the level of David Howard Thornton. Yeah, I mean, David Howard Thornton is a very expressive actor. Yeah, um, and it works. He just he plays these kind of roles great. Um, I, I am. I do look forward to the day to where we can see him in a role where he talks and stuff. But because um, he's very funny, yeah, yeah. But he's yeah. but he's great. He's great as I. I like him as Art. I just don't like the movies that you know, Art is in. I liked him as the Grinch. I just didn't like the movie that the Grinch was in. Um, and that scene was that scene was fun. I I, I liked that a lot. Um, and they came up with some interesting ways to kill people and stuff. But that was it. So however long that scene is, that's the good part of this movie. The rest is trash. <sighs> A Christmas ornament grenade, guys. Nothing? Hmm. Nothing. I got nothing for that. Unfucking believable. Unbelievable. It, it feels like if you, you just, had, they had didn't to go fight the, the Grinch with the power of imagination, I would have been for it. No, see, 
I I wasn't I didn't look at it as they were going they didn't go all the way. I looked at it as they didn't go too far. And that's why I like it. That's why I it, it was very leprechaun-esque. But you're making a horror Grinch movie. Go too far. It's fine. The no. concept is already too far, so let's do it. You yeah. no, no, not everything needs to be ridiculous. When you get to that point, it's not really it's more of a comedy than a horror movie. Those are comedies to me. This was a horror movie. Mm-hmm. There's no question. Uh, I just want to point out that this is listed as a holiday movie and then a horror comedy and then a thriller slash action movie on IMDb. So there's That's some fine. question. Did you say no. horror or horrible? <laughs> oh, my horrible. God. Like, sure, it's a horror comedy, but it's not a comedy. To me, Santa Jaws is a dramatic comedy. Sharks of the Corn is a something <laughs> comedy. I don't even know what to call that fucking thing. Like, <laughs> Amazing is what we call yeah. Sharks of the Corn. Those that, are the that's a premise that committed. Yes. Right? It was like yeah, they we're were putting like, sharks got, in these corn. We've got a cornfield, <laughs> we got some sharks, let's do it. Yeah, and then they had the whole cop thing, and then they had the whole little girl with the ring co- with the red coat thing. It was all over the fucking place. They went too far. This didn't do that. They had Bigfoot in the fucking movie. Come on, no. Those saw, are the things. I saw what? a shark take down a helicopter, and it looked amazing, and it was incredible. I didn't see anything. The Grinch didn't take down a helicopter. Uh, that Rob raises a really good point, actually, not specifically about the helicopter, but he has that whole metric for like silly movies where it's he wants to see something he hasn't seen. I feel like this could have been any slasher that wasn't the Grinch and it would have been about the same quality. Like, I I didn't see anything new here. There was nothing revolutionary here to me except for the amazing masked killer prowess of David Howard Thornton. Like... I seen Titty Out Girl die in Sharks of the Corn, then I lost interest. That's a you problem. I don't know how you weren't more interested by Titty Out Girl. Oh no, that's what I said. Once she died, I was done. That was oh, I was interested. <laughs> she died. I was like, oh, okay. We had we that. had sharks and cornfields with I mean, what I'm assuming were groundbreaking special effects. The special effects were better in Sharks of the Corn than they were in the mean one. <laughs> hmm. Wait, 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 what, 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 wait, hold on. There's no way you mean that. I, to Cat. the bottom of my soul, mean that. How you could say that? The Frisbee scene with the kid. I am not going to remember a damn effect in this film. Uh, I will carry the blood splash effect on a separate layer of Sharks of the Corn until I die. And I mean that in the best way possible. Yeah. You mean the Kool-Aid? Yeah. That was Kool-Aid they splashed. That was, wasn't even blood. It was Kool-Aid. It, it wasn't even Kool-Aid. It was a digital effect. Like they added a layer in post in like Windows oh. Movie Maker and oh. splashed blood over top of that, including uh. the margins of the film. And I, it was amazing. It, 10 out mm. of 10 effects work. I have seen this movie now in the last, um, I would say, 34 days. I've seen it twice. And I already don't remember most of it. I don't understand. Including once today I watched it and I don't remember (laughs) much from it. It's just not that interesting. And it's unfortunate because the premise lends itself to be completely interesting. The premise could have been really good. 
unfucking believable. Unfucking believable that we're here. I mean, look, I, I expected to come in here today and fight Cat. <laughs> what? Yeah, I thought this was going to be a me fighting Cat, or we were all three going to agree. I never in a million years pegged Mikey would be the one of us that would like this movie. We can never just get along on this fucking show. We could Never, have, though. Ever. We could have. Well, we could have if you two didn't go rogue. What the hell, man? This was lined up. This was lined up. I don't feel like we're the two going rogue here. Unbelievable. And this is why we should have done Santa Slay starring WWE superstar Bill Goldberg. <laughs> we would all agree that it was amazing. Well, you know what, though? No, fuck you guys. I deserve this one, man. I really, truly did. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes and Jack Frost 2, I deserve to like this damn movie. Jack Frost 2 was amazing. Jack Frost 2 sucked. It's another title. I'm getting tired of reading the whole thing of Attack of the, the Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. Fuck. Um, <laughs> Not gonna lie, part of me do, does wish that uh, Jack Frost 2 had Goldberg in it. Because then it would be Jack Frost 2 with Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman starring WWE superstar Bill Goldberg. <laughs> they missed out. I have um, one other major complaint about this movie, and that okay. is that the devious plan concocted by the mayor and the sheriff was they started a website. Like, that God was the it. whole plan. <laughs> It's funny. Yet they're treated like they are the worst criminals ever in the world because they started a website. It's so stupid. Uh, I don't get it. There was uh there was another thing. They're like they were putting like wanted uh posters or something. And I can't find my notes for what exactly it's oh, it said big furry green. Um, yeah. like that's funny, man. God mm. damn it. If I have one thing, I'll get one negative thing out before we start wrapping it up, because I assume that's where we're heading. Uh, but the one negative thing that I had, I, at the beginning was a little too long and without uh, the Grinch. And I'll, you know, obviously that was a thing. But another thing that I had was they had, I don't know if you guys noticed, but they had strange cuts from scene to scene. And the audio in the in, in a good amount of them, especially during that Santa party scene, were very off. Yeah. And it started driving me crazy a little bit because uh, I'm a little neurotic with audio. So that was really that. That's those are the two really the only two things that I could point at that you know I didn't like in this movie. Hmm. Yeah, the hell with the both of you. <laughs> I can't remember if Rob's seen this or not, but. Um, I'm going to put this up on Patreon. What the hell? Maybe the Grinch would be nicer if every five <laughs> minutes the dude wasn't singing songs about what a piece of shit he is. That's funny <laughs> shit. Man. All right, so I'll put that meme up uh, with the with my lunch from Wednesday, the gobble thing on Patreon. And I'll also put this one up. Uh, Cressy, that we were talking about earlier, Rob, mm -hmm. sent this meme to Huff, who then sent it to, to me. And I feel like I should share it with you guys. Yeah, yeah. This thing got passed around a little bit, and it came from Huff. So I figure you can understand. Cat, I don't know if Rob's seen it. Cat, I know you haven't. This is what I had to see. So now you and all the patrons have to see. Oh yeah, I saw this. Look, why is it furry, Rob? 
I don't. I don't know, but I do remember talking about it. As a matter of fact, this is when I tapped out of that conversation. <laughs> so I'm done. I've seen enough. It's a Grinch flashlight, ladies and gentlemen. So the Grinch flashlight has. And you got that from Cressy. Maybe Cressy sent in the pasta one. I was going to say, I think oh. he does need to be investigated because he was a suspect earlier today, and now he's sending us a different flashlight meme. Well, yeah. no, Rob knows this one came from Cressy. Or Huff, one of them. So me, Will, thrill me, and the Oompa Loompas have to have a meeting with Cressy and Huff. <laughs> and don't forget to thank you, Grant. No, that's an interview. That's something different. <laughs> we will be talking to him too, though. Uh, all right, are we ready to get into reviews and facts about this thing? Uh, I just want to say because I did send that Grinch meme and promptly forgot about it, but since it, it came back, um, that's the kind of Christmas horror movie I would want to see about the Grinch is one where he's just like a normal dude, except he's green and furry, and everyone keeps thinking about what an asshole he is until he snaps. <laughs> that would have been yeah. an amazing. I would watch the shit out of that movie. <laughs> that, yeah. that That is a pretty good premise, not gonna lie. <laughs> okay, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm out of stuff to say about this one. I feel like I had a lot of criticisms about it. Um, I don't know. My, my score... I, it, I would not be surprised if I still somehow had the highest score for this because I it's easier to talk about the stuff that I don't like uh, with movies, uh, but I didn't, you know, it's not like the hour dragged on no. too long, you know, uh, it was fine. It, it was fine to have on in the background. It's just I, I don't have a lot of positive things to say about it. It was the longest 90 minutes of my life. Oh, right now, wow. I was looking hard for things to say positive about this movie, too. I did take a note that the mayor said she was heading up to Tahoe, and I used to live there, so that was exciting. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, my brother has a friend named that same name as the guy they said, like, just dumb stuff trying to find something positive to say about this movie. Damn it. Um, So, yeah, I'm I'm ready to get into uh, ratings and stuff. Uh... (sighs) Rotten Tomatoes has this one a little bit all over the place. It actually has um, fewer than 50 verified ratings, which is worth noting uh, because it does impact the Rotten Tomatoes score. It does have enough that we got like an estimate, though, because if it has like, you know, none, we we don't get an accurate tomato meter. It just gives up. Uh, (laughs) So we have the under 50 note, but it has a 17 percent tomato meter with an audience score of 49 so bit of a range there all right uh imdb has it right in the middle at 3.8 out of 10 okay. um okay. in between the 17 and 49 from rotten tomatoes i i pulled a two reviews from this one i was surprised this doesn't have a ton of <laughs> reviews on imdb i was not sure that i was and a lot of them are like right around six somewhere uh i was worried i wasn't going to be able to find a good and a bad one but i did find exactly one 10 star and exactly one one star review so uh here we are uh 10 out of 10 go watch the mean one exclamation point exclamation point 10 out of 10 Elliot. The mean one is a great holiday horror movie. Exclamation point, exclamation point. <laughs> I very much enjoyed every second of this film and was either laughing at the screen or jumping in my seat from all the jump scares. 
The mean one was entertaining throughout the film and gave some hilarious and unique kills. Honestly, the kills were my favorite part of the movie because of how unique and funny the kills were. Exclamation point, exclamation point. Overall, I recommend for anyone to watch this movie because you won't regret it. The cast and crew worked so hard to make this happen, and I truly appreciate every bit of time and effort that they put into it because this film is truly that amazing. Exclamation point, exclamation point. All right. Anybody who uses that many exclamation points in a review <laughs> is on meth. On meth? Yeah, that's a meth ad wrote that. That is eight <laughs> exclamation points in a yeah. paragraph. I want to. Yeah. Just, and they were God jumping damn. and scared at all the jump scares. I don't remember a single jump scare in this movie. I don't movie. think there were any jump scares in this movie. But when you're on meth, everything's a jump scare. Uh, I also want to point out <laughs> that um, it's never a good sign, even in a 10 out of 10 review. I feel like it's never a good sign if you have to bring up how hard the cast and crew worked. <laughs> You know, uh, you guys bring that shit up all the time for those shitty B movies. <laughs> I don't hear that. I don't know what shitty B movies you're talking about, Mikey. I, I only mm-hmm. love quality B movies, and I feel I'll, like my scores reflect that. I'll have you both know this is the second show I've recorded today where I've used the term shitty B movies. So, <laughs> it listen, it it is very hard to make a movie. And so, congratulations to everyone involved. You did it. That's true. It's real shit. You you made a movie. We can never take that away from them. That's right. I mean, I've never done that. Yeah, I'm right. It'd be better than this if I did, but I've never done it. Yeah, okay. It'd be rubber part two. It would be fantabulous. (laughs) Fantabulous. Fantabulous. All right. And now we have a one out of ten review. So... It's called Mean Spirited. Uh, I want. I just want to start because the term mean spirited is going to come up again in this review. And I just want you guys to know that every time it uh, shows up, it is capital M, capital S with a hyphen in between, is how we're spelling mean spirited. Uh, Did only meth heads write reviews for this movie? <laughs> We're having, we're seeing some wild, um, and actually further point, all of the adjectives are also capitalized for no reason. <laughs> so let's just, just think that you have to capitalize all adjectives. I think maybe that's what's going on here. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> I wish that was a grammar, uh, like a rule of grammar. Now. I, I do. I feel like it would make people understand what an adjective was better. Yeah. if yes. you had to remember to capitalize them. I um, want to live in this world. <laughs> Can I suggest meth? (laughs) (laughs) What is meth? This, okay. (laughs) This filmed, past tense, is nothing but mean-spirited, disturbing, and traumatizing. At the same time, along with the Banana Splits movie, it it is also ruined everyone's childhood of the Grinch. (laughs) What what the fuck is happening? God damn. There's a lot going on in this review. Um, which, oh God, which <laughs> the Grinch is better than the mean one that gives everyone nightmares? And then in parentheses, although I like horror films. <laughs> okay. I would just stick 
to the better R-rated Christmas films like Die Hard. <laughs> and then in parentheses, although Live Free or Die Hard is actually rated PG-13. <laughs> <laughs> Lethal Weapon, Harold and Kumar. <laughs> what? Oh vacation. And then in parentheses. <laughs> although European Vacation and Christmas Vacation. <laughs> Are rated PG thirteen. What? <laughs> what does this have to do with anything? Vegas Vacation is actually rated PG. <laughs> <laughs> Trading places are better than this pile of cow pie. Trading places. <laughs> do they? Did, did they? I don't think they meant to. I don't think they know they watched a horror movie. I think they thought they were watching Jim Carrey. What the <laughs> fucking? They the do like they do like horror movies, and horror is capitalized, so you know they mean it. I don't think they do. I think they thought this was Jim Carrey's, and they were just like, "Oh, this ain't how I remembered it." The rewatch got him. <laughs> candy bar, please, Rob. Please, cock one out. There's nobody, nobody who makes me laugh that hard gets a candy bar. They're stupid though. They should. They deserve a candy bar. <laughs> I feel like that was written by a child on meth. <laughs> on meth. Um, oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> I also just want to point out the only other review that they have on their IMDb account is for the banana split. <laughs> oh gee, I don't know what. God damn it! Can we? Can you? I don't want to hear the banana splits review. <laughs> This um also the adjectives are capitalized. Oh no, only the first adjective is capitalized. He gave up. <laughs> so that's a new rule apparently for the uh for the mean one review. Okay. Uh this review is titled Yadi Yadi Ya. <laughs> what the fuck? This is Rob's new favorite person. <laughs> I want to do a show where we just read their reviews. We need them to write more. <laughs> I wish that they'd written more reviews. This movie is nothing but a ruined everyone's childhood of the Hanna-Barbera classic Banana Splits. It was so what? traumatizing, disturbing, mean-spirited, not capitalized, nightmarish, disgusting, and creepy that it give everybody <laughs> that it give everybody goosebumps. <laughs> I would stick to the better Halloween movies like, oh my god, <laughs> here's the recommendation list. Um, the better Halloween capitalized movies like Final Destination, <laughs> Grindhouse, Ghostbusters, what? Psycho, The Car, The Birds, Christine, The Lost Boys, The Exorcist, The Toxic Avenger, what? The Shining, the Universal <laughs> Classic Monster Movies, The Mimic, Nosferatu, Phantom of the Opera, The Gremlins, Silent Night, period. The Mist, it came from beneath the sea, Blade, and all of them. All of these Halloween movies are movies that I like better than the Banana Splits movie. Are any of those Halloween movies? What the fuck is this guy doing? These are Halloween movies, Mikey. I know, but for the Banana Split review, I know, that's what I'm saying. Banana Split. It has nothing to do with nothing, nothing. I also really like that he suggests that these are all the Halloween movies. (laughs) 
Damn. I'm a little disappointed that he didn't give us the rating for each Halloween movie. Like, how am I supposed to know which one's PG-13? <laughs> I'm also a little bit disappointed with that. <laughs> oh my god this is the, we're doing the slashies he got in before the end of 2023 he's the dumbass of the year he's getting that award this guy jesus him and shark fizzle share it oh my god i, also, I just want to clarify i also just want to clarify he has he's been an imdb member for 10 months he seems to have joined the same day that he posted the banana splits movie review that's what did it uh and also, and then he waited and brought up the mean one <laughs> so he could talk about how much he hated the banana splits again. Seems to be what happened. <laughs> I mean, look, I, can't I, I will say I watched the banana splits movie last night for the first time, and he's not wrong. It's a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fun. Um, But. Uh, oh my god I, I like that he hated it so much he was like i have to create an account yeah and tell the world how this gives everyone the goosebumps <laughs> it gives everyone the goosebumps everyone <laughs> oh my god okay. that is that was fantastic that saved the show right there this show's not gonna suck at all people are gonna hear that <laughs> why is this one gotta suck too show? <laughs> oh my god uh, I seriously, I'm just, I kind of wiped tears from my eyes. God I had damn a tough it! I'm reading the end of that last one out loud. Oh, that was right. great. What are the facts for this damn thing? There, there weren't many. Um, let's see. For I couldn't find a budget anywhere, but I'm guessing it was about 25 bucks <laughs> plus whatever they paid David Howard Thornton. Um, <laughs> the uh, gross though worldwide was six hundred twenty nine thousand seven hundred twenty nine dollars. Wow. Better than I thought it was going to be. I'm they turned a profit. That's more than they spent for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I've had to pay to rent it twice in the last 34 or so days, so <laughs> they made a little bit more. <laughs> um, there. Uh, so here we go. There's only two facts, and the, the, well, here we go. Um, the first one: there are multiple references to Dr. Seuss and some of his works, which obviously makes sense. There's a restaurant uh, named Horton's. Of course, Horton here's a who. A character being called Dr. Zeus, which rhymes with Dr. Seuss. Clever. Terrible joke. <laughs> and a uh, character drinks from a bottle named Geisel's. Dr. Seuss's real name is Theodore Seuss Geisel. And I assume I'm saying Geisel right, but I don't know. It could be Geisel. I have no clue. Homage. Um, That's what I hear. And then uh, also the only other fact that I, I found about this is it is the third Dr. Seuss production to not be produced by Illumination or distri and distributed by Universal Pictures. After Horton Hears a Who uh, from 2008 and Green Eggs and Ham uh, from 2019. This is uh, also the first one that is not for children. Groundbreaking movie. See? So there, there you go. Is. There it is. Well, I, do we want to do Portnoy's first? Yeah. Uh, or do we want to declare a winner in this face off with the listeners? I'm. I, you guys are going to fuck that one up. So I feel like we do, do the port noise first, then we'll declare the winner at the end, right? Yeah, I think that's right. fair. Yeah, okay. Who wants to start with the scores? I feel like Mikey is going to be... I uh, There's a non-zero chance I have the highest score, but I feel like Mikey is going to be the wild card in this one. He, he should probably go last. Wild card. Also, are we doing a B-movie score for this one? Oh, boy. Uh, we could. Uh, we can, if you want. 
Um, I don't have one ready. It would change my score. I, I'll come up with, if you want, that makes sense. I mean, I did because okay. I assumed we were right. going to, but all right, Fair. it doesn't really matter. All right, I'll just on the fly. All right. Um, you want me to go first, Kat? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, this movie is, uh, the concept I think is uh, much more um, entertaining than the actual film. Uh, David Howard Thornton is, is terrific as the Grinch. Um, but everything else is just lackluster. It doesn't live up to his performance at all. So um, as a movie overall, I give it a 2.1. Um, God damn. And I think what might be a first for me, the B movie score for this movie is actually lower. I give it a 1.4. I think it's actually. Oh, you're out of your mind. Because it doesn't commit to the premise uh, nearly oh, enough. And God. a good B movie has to be. A hundred percent committed. You got to go all the way. God, be ashamed of yourself, man. Wow. So there you go. 2.1 and a 1.4. Shame on you. All right, cat. Well, um, this one's going to need, well, even if we gave it both tens, it wouldn't make enough. Thanks a lot, Rob. Yeah, it was never going to happen. I mean, I yeah. maybe cat gave it a 10, but. <laughs> I didn't, but I could have, <laughs> theoretically. Nothing. I mean, Mikey, me. it gave everyone the goosebumps. It gave everyone the goosebumps. <laughs> uh, Unbelievable. No, that was actually the banana splits. Gave oh, that's right. This one traumatized everyone is childhood. Yeah. Alongside the banana splits. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Along with the banana splits, this <laughs> traumatized everyone's is childhood. <laughs> God. <laughs> So I, I I was kind of thinking along the same lines as Rob for this one. Like, I feel like I was kind of surprised to, to give it a B-movie score. I didn't have one ready. I didn't think of this as a B-movie. Um, It actually does less for me as a B-movie, I think, than it does as a normal horror movie. I was kind of thinking about going lower. I, I don't think I'm going to have quite the same level of disparity that Rob did, though. But, like, it, it does shave a couple, you know, points off. Uh, my score for the mean one, it, it's a 3.4. God damn. <laughs> it's not a 10. I'm sorry. God um, damn. And and I think as a B movie, it, it's the 3.2. God damn. <laughs> what the hell like, made you think you weren't the highest score? You were the highest score. What the hell is <laughs> Honestly, that? I just didn't know. Because Fuck. sometimes you talk really nicely about movies and then you, you cube it. Um, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> it's called sometimes me being polite. polite. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I would have to give this a 17 <laughs> for a regular movie and an 18 for a B movie somehow, some that's, way. That's a problem when I talk about movies, too. Sometimes I'm too polite. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, he gave Attack of the Killer Tomatoes a 0.2. It was terrible. Alright. Uh, okay. I, I kind of like that we're doing a B-movie thing for this. Not gonna lie. Because it because I, I really liked it, but, you know, the, like these scores are a, a mixture of us liking it and, you know, what we think it truly is. Like, there's a mix in there somewhere. So, I feel a little more comfortable with my score now. Uh, I'm going to give this as a regular movie. I'm going to give this all in all considered a 5.6. Good lord, man. 
All right. What? Like, if you figure an average movie is a five, yeah, you're giving this a five point six. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh! Mikey rated this uh, higher than Rob Zombie's Halloween. <laughs> yeah, I can see that because Rob Zombie's Halloween has another factor into it. I'm not taking in the factor of what he did to the cartoon and Jim Carrey in this movie very much. <laughs> okay. Rob Zombie was hindered by some things. Oh, and and for the record, just while mm-hmm. the Jim this Carrey is the movie same has come score up, you gave to Hereditary. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, the, I'd uh, rather watch this again. The Jim Carrey movie sucks, by the way. Just so everybody, Jim knows. Carrey movie is great. It is awful. What the hell's wrong with you? You're not allowed to talk about Grinch movies anymore. That's it. You're done. You you never, know, never as good did. as the original, the cartoon from cartoon's great. Forever ago. Yeah, yeah, I give it that. Uh, As a B movie now, do I wish the beginning was a little uh, either shortened or replaced with, you know, more Grinch in any facet, whether him in his cave or whatever it is? Yes, absolutely. I'm going to give this for a B movie because, man, I really did fucking enjoy it. Like, it was fun to watch it. And again, like now that I've watched it already, if I were to watch it again, I'll I'll put the motherfucker on and skip through 25 minutes and then just have a good fucking time. And, of a great movie. <laughs> and for a B movie, yes, it is. And I I thought it was really cool to see what they did. Man, this was a very big passion project and I think they went balls to the walls in certain spots and it was a lot of fun. And man, when I seen David Howard Thornton, bro, that was the fucking Grinch through and through. So I'm going to give this as a B movie. I'm going to give it a rookie number. It's a round number. I'm going to just give it a seven. That's it. I said it. I'm done. Yep. I'm sorry. What? Seven. Seven. Not to be confused with the movie that was mid. Seven. I, my my uh, audio must have cut out. I thought you said seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is correct. Ooh, that might be your highest B movie score. Oh, easily. I really I'm, like this. I'm looking back now to confirm, but for one I, of the worst B movies we've watched. <laughs> absolutely not. Higher than you gave Thanksgiving. Y- yeah. Oh, well, yeah. You gave this higher score than Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Thanksgiving is a masterpiece, Mikey. Higher than bad CGI shark. Up, uh, yeah. Oh, Another no, brilliant I take it movie. Back. We, for whatever reason, gave Jason Takes Manhattan a B movie score. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why we did that. And that, <laughs> I don't know why we did that, but you did score that one a seven point seven. So it's in the same realm for you as Jason Takes Manhattan is what I've learned. Which goes to also tell me that you guys fucked up, and that should be approved because I did my part. God damn it! Both of you ruined that. Hope you deliver yourself. What? I don't know why would we give that a B movie score? I don't know why we did. It's fucking Paramount film. Had a huge marketing campaign. I'll figure it out. I'll listen back. And Rob, I'm gonna fast forward. I exactly gave it uh, a slasher radio approval score for the B movie, which I don't understand why we did this. So what did I give it for a B movie? You gave it a four point seven. You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. That seems high. Ruined it. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, I, I think the patrons won. 
You guys obviously. No, we God, also no. didn't figure. You know what's funny? We kind of just assumed we were going to lose, and we didn't even figure out how we we're going to really figure this out. Yeah, I mean that was going to be the bit, right? It was going to be like <laughs> we we're going to lose every year to the patrons. It, you know, this is going to be probably the running thing. Uh, and then Cat picked the apology, and I was like, well, yeah. I mean, clearly we're going to lose again. Um, and then uh, the the patron said, "Hold my beer," <laughs> and, and picked this fucking thing. I honestly it's okay thought that this bit is dead in the water because we're going to win next year. Well, next year they don't stand a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly thought we were either going to watch the Killing Tree or uh, Santa Slay starring WWE superstar Bill Goldberg. So I kind of just figured on on hype alone, those were going to push through to beat the apology. So I didn't really think about getting here, honestly, but I guess it's just the majority rule here. And I'm sorry, guys, I tried. I think we can look but, at the Portnoy yeah. also. <laughs> like, Had they picked Santa Slay starring WWE superstar Bill Goldberg, they would have definitely won. Um, I just want to point yeah, out. Portnoy's fair point out, Kat. Uh, yeah, I think the Portnoy is yeah, a good way fair. to do it. It's one of the reasons yeah. why I thought we should do the Portnoy first. Also, I, I think that the apology, and I talked about this strategy when i picked the apology i i knew it was gonna win <laughs> you did you called it cat you uh, it was gonna win and i didn't believe you because that movie doesn't really deserve to win much it won with a 5.2 though let's be fair no it's I, not it's not like I, I said it was gonna be kind of a like underwhelming pick but we're running low on christmas movies i did not know when i said that that the brain existed right I, but i should have picked black christmas That'd have been an auto dub. <laughs> well, we already did Black Christmas. We already did, yeah. Yeah. Could we, we, we really Black veto? Xmas. Oh. Yeah, oh. we can't do movie. I don't think we can do a movie we already did. That's true. That's true. But we yeah. could just come on and read our Portnoy scores and, and call it a week, I guess. <laughs> that's the deal. thing, is because I we're running out of the Anna and the Apocalypse inside Black Christmas. Those are the, uh, Santa Jaws. Those are the four best and then we have like jack frost which obviously 10 out of 10 sure, jack frost me. two attack of the killer mutant snowman which is an eight out of 10 mm -hmm. and then we like what those are the best christmas movies we're entering like almost double digit number of good christmas horror movies there aren't that many more better watch out was better than the apology i said it it was not <laughs> better watch out it was extremely was. mid it's not mid. You but said the, the apology was mid. Which is more mid? Is the battle of the mid? Yeah, that's a tough. That's a tough battle because the apology <laughs> is pretty mid, mid too. To be honest with you. Um, so, what were the port noise then? Final the final tally. Uh the apology had a five point two, mm -hmm. and the mean one for a regular movie got a three point seven. For a B movie, it got a three point nine. Okay, and so I would like to also patrons point out. Both my scores for the beat, the mean one were higher, so no one can get mad at me. Chris, I'm talking to you. There's nothing to get mad about. I mean, clearly, this is not a better movie than The Apology. I think I would rather watch this again than The Apology. Because this is fun. Like, if we're talking textbook. It's not fun. That's the problem with the movie. I had fun. I had a lot of fun. I truly did. That motherfucker was hanging from a tree, man, and she almost left him. How did he even get on the goddamn tree? He comes out of jail, and then he's stuck in a tree. That's funny. I don't understand you two. I sure this one was served up on a platter for us to have a Christmas miracle again. And just no. We used up our Christmas miracle in Killer Beats. We did. That was a great Killer Beats episode. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, you can go to patreon.com forward slash slash radio. 
and check out Killer Beats and and every other sh- every other week we we have uh, an extra show that you get when you signed up for the fucking tier two and up. Um, all kinds of extra content on there, Easter egg, all that shit. And what else? What else? What else? Slash your radio on Twitter. You can follow us there. Uh, our video, our interview with Matthew Cote got over 12,000 views today. So we appreciate everybody for checking that out. I think that's really it. Uh, like I said, check out the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash slash your radio. You can check me out on Twitter at Mikey said if you would like. Uh, also, feel free to look up Cult FM wherever you're listening to Slash your Radio. We had a Christmas double feature this week where we talked Better Watch Out and Anna and the Apocalypse. Uh, and next week, we're going to be doing, uh, believe it or not, guys, Somehow Allie Hasn't Seen is the segment. And it's Black Christmas. What what year? What, yeah. What the year? original. Wow. Oh, boy. She somehow hasn't seen it. So. We're going to be talking Black Christmas next week, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Yeah. Rob Bay. I'm still shocked that Allie hasn't seen Black Christmas. But um, she's seen Sharks of the Corn and all fucking Troll 2 and all those goddamn movies. Not Black Christmas. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, you can uh, find me wherever at Radio Rob 123, and you can listen to the other show. Not on TikTok. They can. Um, no, not on TikTok. Yeah. Son no. of a bitch. Um, <laughs> Uh, you can listen to Kat uh, and I's other show, uh, the Nick fucking Woo Cage Cast, Nick effing Woo, when you search for it, wherever you're listening to Slasher Radio. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the 1995 movie, Leaving Las Vegas, which uh, for a period of time was my favorite movie uh, ever. Um, so mm. I'm looking forward to uh, discussing that movie. You can also catch me. I did a, a guest spot on the podcast, Our Life in Horror. Oh. Um, where we talked about the movie Krampus, so you can hear my thoughts on that. Oh, their show! You son of a bitch! You were mean to that movie over there, weren't you? You'll have to listen and find out, Mikey. I'm gonna listen, and you're gonna fucking piss me off. And I got yelled at these people for letting you talk about Krampus. God damn it! <laughs> They're nice people. They're Canadians. Leave them alone. Was that the girl with the Jason thing? Yeah, yeah. Did you yell at her for it? We didn't. We didn't fight too much. All right, you let her know though, right? I I didn't let her off the hook. I mean, I she anytime she mentioned a movie that she liked that was stupid, I let her know it. <laughs> okay, good. All right, fair enough. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at cat underscore valor v o l e u r. You can check out my website catvalor.com. Uh, another patron pick last next week, guys. It's the last one of the year, uh, and the last one Chris is obligated to be nice about apparently. So hopefully they pick us something good. We'll all find out together. Good night from Slash Your Radio. Yeah, that's a bad decision. <laughs> All the best with Slash Your Radio podcast.